0: This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about.
1: are back we are back um don't like that i just hang on that
0: oh, i love
1: that oh my god daphne hi Hi. how this, are we doing
0: we are oh fuck we're so good. We're good how are you
1: i am good
0: this is the first time we are back in the seats with the microphones since
1: in like since what mid January? Yeah, so three I think three two, yeah, months. two months
0: two months yeah let's I'm, not overdo it yeah I'm
1: fucking stupid two months yeah it must then but last episode
0: we would have done I left on the twenty fifth and it was two days before it was the twenty second so nearly two
1: months ago yeah. How insane is that? Whoa. It does feel like a long time ago, I guess. It does. Say.
0: I know, it does. It, it it feels like there's a whole new so we're in the same place, we're in the, the in the same studio. Yeah.
1: And back it in is the studio. back in
0: the studio, thank God. Mm. But it is so different in Oh, here. it's insane. Like, Honestly the, the team looks Yeah, the team fucking smashed it. Yeah, in here. we can't wait they did. to yeah. do more with the space and explore it a lot more and make more of a mess and everything. Yeah. Um Yeah. But it's gonna be epic. In three words, how is your how have your last two months been?
1: Ooh. um, they've been good. They have. like. Uh, they've just been. They've been good. That's everyone. They've your three been words. good. That's good. There we go. Um. No, I can't actually like. Can you grasp that it's been one quarter of this year already? Uh, why did I just write that? As you said that.
0: Ah! <laughs> I swear to God, I literally wrote quarter of the year as you said it. <laughs> I was saying to my parents yesterday, I was like, okay, cool. So it's the start, it's the end of March, meaning we're a quarter way through the year. And they were like,
1: <gasps> no, I know. I was just making a note of that to start to like talk about that. But we're going to have to just, talk but I about think it might feel different. And we're going to talk about that in a minute because I think it might feel different for you. Cause like for you, the last like six weeks have been quite intense, yeah. but for someone who's just, you know, living their life, it's like, what the fuck mm. just happened mm-hmm. in the last six weeks? Yeah. Literally what's been going on? What's been going on? Um, it's what has been-, been going on? Um, so what has been going on lots of like practical stuff like we have gorgeous yeah we've lots of living situation stuff to deal with but that's that's fine i've been going back home for a little bit Mm -hmm. i've started writing Mm, this is a big thing everyone it actually is a big thing yeah um yeah i think i started it was right right after i left yeah right when you left and i've basically written almost an entire first draft of a feature that we don't know if the world is ever gonna see that's okay we'll figure it out yeah we'll figure it out it'll see it in time. some capacity oh yeah definitely but the fact
0: that you've written it and it exists has been it means no it's a huge seen, moment you know? yeah, yeah it's a huge
1: moment i'm actually gonna have you read it soon and that's gonna Obviously. be the first time anybody's gonna read anything from it so it's a little bit daunting <laughs> so but yeah it's been good wait so describe your the first quarter of this year in three words so um okay let me
0: think Can I think about it? You can, and I actually have another question for you as you think about it. So I'm gonna complicate things even more. So at the start of the year, Mm -hmm. um, I did an episode on like a word of the year, and we said that we were gonna do you know like a word of the past few months of the year or whatever, and you had chosen the word fearless as your 2023 word for the first half of the year. I think you said. I think for the first six months,
1: yeah. The first six months. And yeah. how, uh, as it's been the first three months, how have you found, have you been living fearlessly? I've, I think so, actually. I yeah. was thinking about it the other day when I was in the tube and I was like, you know, I think even this thing connecting it back to the writing thing is something that I think I... That's been a big thing to overcome for me to start doing mm. that. So even that has been kind of like just, just doing it, not really thinking too much about what's going to come of it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and also I think just like daring to... Dream bigger and like mm. wanting to do, wanting to do more and just I don't know. It's I I feel like it's been, it's not something I've been thinking about very mm-hmm. conscious consciously a lot, but it's still been there underlying everything else. I feel that's fantastic. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that to you now. So your your word was attract. Uh, yes, it
0: was. Um, oh, it's so funny you say that because thank God you said that <laughs> because I <You'd> forgot. <laughs> I yeah but you know what I think it it was something that cuz I remember in the last episode we did before I went away we were talking about how I'm living in my audacity era um not even in like a promiscuous way just in this and just actually in general. not even in the promiscuous way at all um but the the whole thing I I guess the audacity era is more is similar to your word of fearlessness of like mm. living with the regard of sort of Almost looking, actually, I, I have something that I want, that I've been thinking about recently that I want to talk, talk to in a second, so I'll come back to the Audacity era. Okay. But in terms of attract, I think I've definitely been living in that, with that word. Yeah. Under, uh, like, I've, I think so. Coming underneath everything. I think it, it, even in the the people that I met in LA, like, I mean, it wasn't even three weeks in until, so I was there for, for just under two weeks. I left on a Wednesday, came back on a Monday. So if it was Wednesday to Wednesday, it would have been six weeks. Sorry, did I say three weeks? I meant six. Yeah, sorry, six. six. <laughs> yeah. I did mean six. Um, and I had I hosted a Valentine's Day dinner party. At one point, it wasn't even Valentine's Day themed. It was just like pink and pink, red. Pink, pink and team. It was team, team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pink everything. Yeah. Um, a lot of people didn't even show up in pink or red, and I was like, "You guys are a waste of space." Uh, no,
1: <laughs> and no, I was thinking, just like, like "Are you fucking this. kidding me?" Yeah. I, like, you have, you have a
0: couple of options here. Yeah, you yeah. could have even brought rose instead of like white wine, or
1: instead of fucking Bud Light, you yeah. could have brought yeah, something yeah, yeah. pink. Just make an effort or red wine. Hello. Yeah, make. I effort. mean, we talked about that in some other connect, like in connection to something else. But like the whole theme thing is something oh, yeah. that some people just can't be bothered with. Oh, yeah. But a theme like that is quite easy to just yeah. do, like, as you said, just bring a bottle of red.
0: I'm not asking you to dress up as your favorite fucking like childhood cartoon character. Like this, this is, is not, out. yeah, Daddy yeah, W's. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but anyway, it was such a blast, and and I I gave a few of my friends shit for not showing up on you know in in the appropriate attire. But mm. everyone had a great time, Good. and it was that was. I think that was towards the end of week three. Or I had just been there for three weeks or something. And um, one of my friends was about to go, one of my friends who was there was about to go away for a few weeks. So she's like, I don't know if I'm going to see you again before mm. you leave. And I said, oh, I'm, I'm going to come back at the end of the year. And everyone was like, wait, what? Mm. And one of my my closest friends there, who was the last episode on the podcast, the girl, um, Barbie, she was like, wait, you didn't tell me this. And I'm like, actually, I didn't tell anyone this because I just decided right now that I want to make it more, uh, like my permanent residence. Was it that for quick? It, do you know what? The whole... From the beginning, we'll we'll talk we'll get into the, the details of mm. the trip and the feelings of everything. But for me, the having being in that position where I was solely responsible for myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: where, I mean I was I was yeah. house sitting, so I was taking care of someone else, you know, and like when there were other guests coming, I was in charge of like organizing the bedrooms, or whatever. But that was only a few minutes of the whole trip. Mm-hmm. The whole trip was about me being independent yeah. and it's so funny because the episode we did with ella about birthdays yeah, 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 at the yeah. end of last year yeah that whole thing i said you know in 2025 i realized how oh, this is my life this is my year 2026 uh, i mean no sorry 20, so age, age 25, 25 and like, twi- 20, 20 age 25 yeah <laughs> slashed 2022
1: and age 26 mm-hmm. slash 2023. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of it's yeah. a lot of, 20, a lot
0: of, <laughs> yeah. of Um But yeah, we get the picture. But so this age that I'm in now, 26, and the year of 23, is about I wanted to utilize myself more. So I wanted to be able to use my hands more. Like mm-hmm. I, I I know. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I was like I know. Maybe I don't know how to fix a tyre, but I should know how to fix a tyre, yeah, should yeah, I yeah. need to? Yeah, You know, my first instinct shouldn't be, like, call someone to tell me what to do. It's like, no, I am a fully capable I'm human being. you gonna work it out. I'm gonna work it out. Mm. Um, and funnily enough, the only issues I had were to do with a car, so <laughs> yeah. that's funny, but yeah. I think I've talked about that already on a solo episode. Um but for me the whole trip was just about being independent Mm. figuring out what i liked what Mm. you know what coffee shops vibed with me where i you know who it was that i liked hanging out with who it was and it's funny because we we kind of said this beforehand but sometimes you can get the feeling in la that it can be quite transactional Mm -hmm. where you feel like you meet someone and you think okay what can you do for me yeah and i guess being the whole audacity era thing kind of became about like me knowing that i'm able to come to the table with something that other people might want right right, and what can i get from those so that is a
1: little bit more transactional than i normally am but as long as you know that that's the premise as long as you're not blindsided and you are aware that that's happening then i think it's okay Mm -hmm. i mean everybody's more or less on the same page and that's sort of just how it is
0: and and it wasn't even and it's not even in like a negative sense no it's just more like i know what i'm coming to the table with yeah
1: uh, um, which is always nice because yeah especially in it can be quite exhausting being in a position where you always feel like you have to be the one asking yes or even the other way around knowing that people yeah. are only ever coming to you if yeah. they want something yeah
0: exactly and there were definitely a couple of people who i mean there was someone who was completely like outright just asked for things and i was like whoa okay yeah, yeah. um Aggressive. yeah and and that didn't last long as like a a little friendship. I mean mm. genuinely like I introduced them to some people and I n- never heard back from like it was yeah wow. it was very 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 evident to me mm-hmm. that this person only wanted something.
1: There there are so many of those people. Oh out yeah, there. of course, and
0: shamelessly. And oh, you know my what? God. I'm like you kind of have to wear you kind of have to wear that on your sleeve. You kind mm-hmm. of have to be you, you the the worst thing is being underhanded by somebody who you didn't see it coming with whereas yeah, yeah, at yeah. least if someone's openly being like hey like i know that you said you do th- you know uh, i don't know you do this for work mm-hmm. or you you know this person and they actually are the the perfect person i need for this project or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. like well let's I talk think about SM, professionally yeah
1: if it's only a business if you lay it out from the beginning as a business thing I think it's completely fine that's how it that's fine I mean it won't feel like but if you wanted to pretend like it's a friendship thing and then you also want like you actually just have an agenda you just want favors yeah 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 that that's when it becomes a little bit nasty yeah exactly um no agreed and I think
0: it was, you know, my whole, the whole trip for me, uh, honestly, the first three weeks, so there were people who came to stay in the house in my latter three weeks, mm. so the first three weeks I was completely alone in the house, um, and then some people, then a couple of girls came who were absolutely amazing, we had like the mm. best nights out together, and um, But the first three weeks, it was just me. I could Mm. do whatever the fuck I wanted. I was on my own schedule. I was, like, seeing people whenever I wanted. I was doing Mm. literally whatever I fucking wanted the whole time. I mean, I was working, but I could work from wherever. I I could do everything in my own time. And I've realized how... Much I know, obviously, it was such a blessing and such a freedom to be able to do that. Mm. But it made me realize how my nature is very much like, is quite an independent nature. Right, and right. it hasn't felt like I've had the space to be like right, that for right. a while.
1: Also, on that note, do you remember when we had one of the previous um, podcast episodes, we talked about the difference between Los Angeles, New York, London, mm. and how Los Angeles might be the place where you feel less alone even mm. when you like even when you are alone right 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 where it's like it's easier being alone in Los Angeles than New York or London for example yes actually how did you feel about that because because I know you had I know you were quite busy but you mm-hmm. also had some time alone oh my god most of my time did you alone. ever feel like lonely or like never right never And, and incredible it, is that it was crazy because yeah. honestly in
0: London when even if I'm alone I've usually got my dog with me or yeah. even if I don't have my dog with me and I am alone alone like I I have to put on a podcast to yeah, listen yeah. to something in the background. I need to have some kind of yeah. white noise. Someone oh, else's him.
1: voice. I get it.
0: And honestly, it took me about... And this might not seem like a big deal to most people, but for me personally, it was actually quite an astonishing mm. um, um, realisation. Mm. Because I realised it was about a week in, and I thought to myself, oh my God, I haven't been listening to music or podcasts. Mm, yeah, I've just yeah, been yeah, alone. Yeah, 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 And not even alone, just... But actually, I was saying this to you on a voice note or a phone call or something when I was out there, but I prefer not to look at it as, like, alone. I wanted Mm. to look at it as, like, I was with myself Myself and just by myself. Um, And that's what it felt like. I felt like I was just in my own company, and Mm. it was fucking delightful. Oh, it's amazing. It was... And the thing is, is honestly, being in London and being by myself, it doesn't feel as easy. But it's funny you, sent like, bring that up with the cities thing, because my first... I may have said this on an episode already, in which case, so, excuse me for repeating myself, but the first two nights I spent by myself, mm. I, I the first night I ended up landing quite late, so I, I was delayed, and then I ended up getting to the house quite late, and I was supposed to pick the car up, but I didn't want to drive in a city I'd never driven before, in the dark, in a car I didn't know. Jet lagged. Jet lagged ex- as well. Oh my God, exactly. So that I picked the car up the next morning. But my first two nights, I spent um, by myself at the house. Mm. And then I went out the following six nights. Mm. Because I was like, fuck, I am only here for so long. I need mm. to see everyone, do every single thing. And then I chose to take, and then someone asked me, invited me out to do something one evening. And I, on the, so it was a w- over a week after I'd gotten back. or Maybe it was like a week to the day. And... Uh, I, not got back, sorry, got into LA and Mm. I turned it down. I was like, actually, I'm going to have a night in. And it didn't, for the first time since getting there, it felt like I was validated and being by myself. Yeah. So in, and I remember saying this to you as well, like in New York, if you take a night off from being social or something, Mm. it feels like you're missing out. Like you have the FOMO to another degree Right. right. in LA. And maybe it was more because when I lived in New York, I was a student. So Mm. obviously the nightlife was like very consistent. Yeah, Yeah. Whereas out in l a and you know, and London it's kind of different too, because most of the time if I go out, you know it's like with a group of friends or it's like the same group of people or but i I, I don't know London night slightly different, but I feel like in l a maybe it was because my group was kind of constantly changing and constantly shifting yeah, yeah, but I didn't feel like I missed out on anything by <laughs> taking one night off <laughs> and I think it's because, and I was talking to the the owner of the house who I saw for coffee the other day um who's in London at the moment and I was talking to her about this. And she's like, I think it's because so much of LA is about like the hustle mm. of the industry and everyone just gets it that sometimes mm. you need a night in to just read script. Yeah, you yeah, need a night yeah. in to just write, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, no, good for you, you're doing work. Yeah, exactly. Um and yeah it, and it's not
1: yeah, so I, I was actually really amazed by that also, too. Also there's something in like the whole logistics of the city sometimes you mm. are so spread out oh my god but you'll be like in each end of the city and it's like no like yeah, you can't bother to like me yeah. yeah exactly
0: yeah no it, it and, and it's funny because a lot of people are like oh you'll get exhausted from the 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 traffic and the commute and i actually loved yeah the commute yeah because for me that was actually the most of the time where i was alone because mm. by the time i got back to the house there were usually some there were people staying at the house towards the end of the trip Um, but I was never home when I was alone anyway, other than some evenings. But then when I was out, most of the time I was with people. So my car was like my little safe mobile where I was going around and I was able to listen to whatever I wanted to do or in complete silence and just like Mm. sit and just be alone. I actually would. So there was one of the worst like storms in years in LA when I was there and it took, it knocked the power out of my house for four Mm. days and I didn't have internet because of where I was in the hills. Um, and so I'd have to get my car to drive up to the top of the canyon to get service, to even like use 5G or whatever the fuck. And so my car was even like my little safe space. But I mean, I'd get up to the top of the canyon. and I'd either sit on a bench. There was a bench out there because there was a, a hike uh, trail right by the house. Um, or I would just sit in my car, and I'm like, this car feels like my little mm. safe space, you know? Mm. Also, I was renting it, but it was just me in the car. Like a little bubble. No yeah, it was mm. like my little bubble. Mm. Um, and I loved it. I had a little Fiat, and it was just so cute. Her name was Penny. I oh, named, Penny! Well, I named her ah, Penny. Because <laughs> the first two cars I had were such a disaster. I was like, this yeah. is my lucky Penny. She's <laughs> yeah. my lucky... Oh, I love my, that. Yeah, so she was, my, that. she was my, my sweet little charm It's um, But... Yeah.
1: So the trip was. So what are you? This is the million dollar question: New York or Los Angeles? You can't have both. No, I can't. You can't have be. Both. Bo- no, you can't be a London. Uh, uh, sorry, New York and uh, Los Angeles. I girl. honestly,
0: I honestly think I would pick. Well, uh, I feel like this is this is the trouble because I also felt like this argument when you would ask people, do you prefer theatre or film? And for me... I oh, would, yeah, it's two different universes. No, but also, I would always say it's whatever I was doing at that point mm-hmm. is what I preferred. Yeah. Because when I was at drama school, and if I was studying acting for screen, I was like, fuck, this is what I want. But then if I was doing theatre, I was like, oh, my God, there's nothing like mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just wherever I'm at. And I think New York will always be more sentimental to me. Right. Um, and will have more, like, emotional meaning to it. But yeah. I think... I honestly... I honestly think just the weather in itself. Oh, like yeah. How, D- oh, my God. It makes I, all the difference. Daphne, I will cry... A, I would cry a thousand times a fucking week when I was living in New yeah. York. Mm-hmm. In
1: LA, yeah. it actually took me
0: yeah. a while to cry. Yeah, and now, yeah. okay, the listeners <laughs> are going to be like, um, you're what a the fuck? fucking sarder. Yeah, no. Um, no, but that's how we work. The, but it's how we work. I yeah. mean, I... My sister, my sister once asked me in one of the lockdowns. Granted, we were going through a lot. She was like, "How many times a week do you think you cry?" And apparently, eleven is too many. Yeah, yeah. But I think I got which it down. I don't think. No, but thank you. Yeah. Um, and then I got it. Then when I moved back to London, after graduating, I got it down to like four times a week. But when I was in LA, honestly, it was maybe once every two weeks, yeah. which is insane for me. If you
1: know me, that's unfucking heard of. Yeah, it is truly. And I know it's not all to do with the weather, but the weather does do something to people, mm-hmm. which just. Everybody's just nicer to each other. Yeah, There's yeah, just yeah. such great vibe. Everybody looks great because people yeah, the the glow mm-hmm. and like it's just like fucking fabulous. Yeah. The sunsets are amazing. Oh my god, unreal. And I think
0: as well New York is like artificially green. Like yeah. Central Park is a man-made park by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Um look it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, check the facts. But check the facts. <laughs> but um the but I was actually surprised so I was at this uh, I went for Lunch somewhere on like the top the top of this building in West Hollywood, and you can see the whole like the whole of the not even the whole of the city because also I did not realize I've not been there in ten years, I did not realize how fucking massive Los Angeles is oh, until I yeah. got there. Yeah. Like, I, I, I it's truly unreal. did not believe yeah. how big it was. Yeah, And I was sat on the, the top floor of this building on, like, the roof terrace um, in West Hollywood, and you can see so much of the city. Mm. And it's also amazing how green it is. Mm. And it, I think that, I'm also, because London is actually quite a green city, Yeah, yeah. that's something that you don't clock how much... Of Im- how much importance it actually holds oh. until you're living, you- until you've lived through New York yeah, <laughs> and you yeah. come up the
1: other end of it and you go to somewhere like LA, which yeah. is like green as fuck. It's stunning. Yeah. yeah. I just, the beaches or like the mm, the, beaches. the hills, you. you go towards like um, Santa Barbara on that way up, you can just like, oh, you yeah. drive in the, and you're like, there's not a single soul yeah. nearby. It's insane. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah, so I think. I
0: honestly... I love New York so much and I definitely will live there again. But my plan would be LA first. I also, think I probably...
1: It depends on, as you said before, but also what... If you are actually doing theatre or film. Like, yeah, that exact yeah, comparison a, just works does not exist in LA. No, and there's such a cool, like, vibe of like, theatre in New York that mm-hmm. you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, huge. for that sense, it's just the best place to be. But if you want to do... I mean, there's just two different... Like, mm-hmm. capital of two different things. Yeah, Literally. Um, but I, but
0: I love, I love both so much and, so and yeah, and, it, and it's crazy because LA as well is that you, I think LA is a very, very prime example of the extremes of life. Like oh, you yeah. literally yeah. have it, more homeless people than I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. entire life next to literally more you drive than, yeah. more wealth than I've ever seen yeah. in my entire life. Yeah. Like yeah. truly it's un Believable, yeah, yeah. um But I yeah, did yeah. just
1: get used to it, which is the yeah, freaking thing. I know thing. that is the scary thing. Yeah. It's really scary, but yeah. there's just like all kinds of insanity in that. In that city, it's yeah. it's it's crazy. I know, I love it. I fucking love it's it. It's amazing. I drank the Kool Aid. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I
0: was fully. Yeah. I mean, I literally, my my friend convinced me to get acrylic nails for the first time. Oh yeah. And then a the few yeah. days in, I bought myself one of those like fucking metallic water bottles that everyone's walking around with, and I was drinking my fucking iced matcha lattes. Like geez, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we who the do? fuck did I think I was? Yeah. yeah. But I loved it, and yeah. I live for it's that girl. And she, it's such a vibe. she, it was such a vibe, and honestly, like. I felt like I had an actual out-of-body experience being there. I wow. truly found, I, I, and I mean, I, my my friends who I've known for years who have seen me through so much hell, and my mom even as well, they were like you seem like mm. your old self again. Mm. And that was the most magical thing I've ever fucking heard what in my life. What is that? It literally, and also a lot of these people were seeing it through like social media, which obviously mm. you only present like most of the good stuff. I mean, I'll still post pictures of myself crying because it's fucking funny, but mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. it's funny. It's <laughs> just it. It. It's real, but, hashtag mm-hmm. real. Um, but I, I truly was like in my element more than I ever even, and the funny thing is, I remember saying this to you too, like, last time I was in LA 10 years ago I fucking hated that city yeah, I, I was not I was like I don't want to live here I do not see myself here I know. so when my mum said rather than going to New York we should go to LA I was like okay I'll give it a go Yeah, yeah because yeah. I'm up for it Yeah. but it was funny actually on that note which is a good segue into the ne- next bit Ella and I were on the phone yesterday and we were talking about this this kind of stuff and I realised and I am saying this to her and she kind of realised it through my realisation that I'm someone who really really thrives in being uncomfortable yeah And so for me, uprooting my life, just taking myself out of Mm. every single bit of comfort around me and throwing myself into somewhere where I actually, I knew a lot more people than I thought I did, but I didn't, Mm. I was not close with anyone out there. Mm -mm. I had a few friends where I knew I could call an emergency. I have a few of my parents' friends I could call, but I genuinely was walking into the complete unknown, Mm. driving on the other side of the road, which I've only ever done. Okay, I fully lied to everyone in my life, by the way. I've only ever driven on that side of the road once. And it was in a, it was in a a car in one, it was in a convertible car in one of the lockdowns when I was staying in South Carolina with my dad and my aunt and my sister. My dad and I were driving from the golf course, it was between lockdowns, golf course to the house. And I had a full-on moment of panic. Where I had to pull over and be like, Dad, I can't drive on the side of the road. And he took over. And so... Is that the only moment you've had? The only before moment. Before you sat in a car in LA yep. alone. And I, yeah. I, I, I... Guys, I did it. I yeah, you did. I fucking did it. And It that, is the right side of the... I mean, it is the It's the correct. Way. It's okay. the correct. It's confusing saying the right side yeah, of the is, car. Yeah, it is. But it's the correct. Yeah, it's the... Uh, English... Uh, I can't. Yeah. But, um... But I knew, and so for me, when I was like, oh, I'm a bit anxious about driving, mm. I was the only human on the planet who knew why I was so anxious about yeah. driving. Yeah. My d- actually, my dad d- n- knew as well, but he was like, we're not gonna fucking talk about it. But you got over it pretty quickly. I did. And I am also a psycho on the road. Yeah. And people in LA are psychos on the road. So yeah. I'm like, oh, they're Mayhem. my speed. They are yeah. literally my speed. Yeah. I, when I was driving my friends around, they were like white knuckled yeah. in the seat. I'm like, oh, you've <laughs> never been safer. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There
0: was a point where I had to, I had to get a car to go pick up my car. And there was a point I was on the freeway. I'm not kidding. I was in a Fiat 500, which is smaller than like mm-hmm. your fist, mm-hmm. And I, I swear to God, I was completely pinned in on the motorway by four 18 wheeler trucks. They did not see me. I would have died. <laughs> my friend, a friend of mine, literally, I uh, when I was trying to change... So it was... The, the, I told you Penny was my third car. And I called a friend of mine when I was booking the third car. And I was like, um, should I get... Is it a bad idea for me to get a Fiat 500? And he was like, um... And I said, actually, you know what? I don't want to know your yeah, opinion because yeah. I've already booked
1: it. Yeah, yeah, He's like, I'm oh, then it's it. a great idea. Yeah, yeah,
0: And he said, I will say, if you're in an accident, you will for sure die. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, a risk I'm willing to take. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Duh. I mean... I'm here to tell the tale, everyone. Yeah. But I literally was, and you know what? It was so funny. My mind is, I'm, this is how I know I'm pretty unhinged. When I was in that position where I was completely boxed in by these four trucks that genuinely two of them could not see me, I thought, oh my God, look how safe I am. I'm protected by these yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah. My guards, my bodyguards. My, my bodyguards. I'm getting yeah. escorted. Down yeah, yeah. The, four, the 405, yeah. they are escorting yeah. a tiny little Fiat. And I, I literally remember there was a car behind the one behind me who was honking at the truck because he couldn't see that there was a car in the middle, so he thought he was just being really, really slow. And then I literally zipped out in front of another one and went to another lane. And people were like, "What did she just do? Wh- where what, did that car what, come yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. Did she come from the the vans? Yeah,
1: yeah. Because where the
0: <laughs> slide fuck
1: out. was that yeah, car? Yeah. And I was like, "Lily, Lily, <laughs> boys, this way." <laughs> but obviously, was, after you driving in London, I still feel like you, oh yeah, yeah, like okay. you've got it covered. I've got it covered. Yeah.
0: And and I've I've never been afraid to drive in London to be honest. And I think I. I yeah, I I honestly thrived driving at that, and it was and it was funny because I, I had when I had that dinner party at the house because I I was living in the Valentine's the Valentine's Day one yeah mm-hmm. I was living in a house so there was a driveway with like space for like four cars or something my car I literally wedged into the corner and everyone else is massive fucking like yeah, yeah, yeah. SUV rovers. cars yeah, yeah rovers were like yeah. smushed in and they couldn't <laughs> open their doors and one yeah. person had to climb out the back of their car to get out and I was like guys this is why you get a compact car yeah I'm yeah, like, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, exactly who the fuck's laughing now exactly no, no but Ola you will literally die <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's a risk. you effect. will as well yeah yeah if the I truck definitely. is big enough you will as well exactly I'm
0: yeah. like I will just go out in style yeah exactly but also the car was literally made of plastic so I will yeah. I, I mean I loved yeah. it but but, like, I don't recommend those cars. <laughs> it was a giant toy car. Um, but you did it. I did it. You overcame it. I, 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 I really did. I think it took... I was. I remember saying this in, in an episode to you as well about how my mom was saying, you need... Every time you feel anxious, just think, mm. I'm so excited. And mm. I did. And I
1: was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Which might have given me, like, false confidence. But, again... But that might also be to have to do with the whole, like, you thriving outside of your comfort zone. And I think yeah. every... I actually think everybody does. I just yeah. think some some are more, like... So we're more open so to we're it. more comfortable being uncomfortable,
0: mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, think no, I agree. I think it's good to be. I love it. Yeah. Fucking love it. Yeah.
0: Um, But I feel like that's also something that in the past few years of my life, I've not been challenged in that part of, like, mm-hmm. being out of my comfort zone. Yeah. I mean, I have in in, in specifics, in, in, like, kind of yeah, n- yeah, niche senses. Yeah. But I feel like on the most part, I've very much been secure in where I was and there wasn't a lot of room to kind of expand out Mm. and where I did it was more fearful because I was tethered to a bunch of different things whereas Mm -hmm. in on that trip I was completely solo Mm. you know completely like independent in every sense and it was the scariest and most wonderful time of my life because I knew there was nothing that I could be afraid of because the
1: second I allowed myself to be afraid of anything Mm. I was fucked but it's a really good point because I think that's what that's the that's what you can't do. You can't when mm. you're in the, in the middle of something. You know, like this is. I'm so, like, I'm in deep here. Like, I have no yeah. idea what the fuck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. What you cannot do is like stop and think it. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You cannot freeze. You just have to keep going, yeah. and then so and somehow you find your way out, out of it. And you're like, holy fuck. Uh
0: huh. I I remember thinking about that this at one point in in tandem with. Oh my god, this this is such a stupid connection, but I remember making this connection whilst I was out there because I caught myself getting sort of wound up by things a little bit and I was like no 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 we're pushing through we're not stopping and smelling the fucking roses Mm -hmm. we're going and we're you know there is... Whatever. Mm. I remember in at the end of my first year of uni, I got sick. I had pneumonia. Right. And what you're not supposed to do with pneumonia is anything. You're yeah, not supposed to do anything. Yeah. You're supposed to, like, sleep and rest yeah. your little lungs. Yeah. And I fully moved out of my dorm by myself and carried everything up. like shout. It was... I was... It was fucking ridiculous what I did. But I managed to heal from pneumonia and recover from it within, like, 10 days. And it usually takes... It can it can usually take, like, a month to, like, three months to heal from pneumonia. Right. And I think because I did not allow myself to stop mm. for a single second mm. and be sick because mm. I physically didn't have the time because right. I had a flight to catch back to London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to get out of my dorm by a certain day. I had to get all of my stuff to storage before, you know, it closed at 7 p.m., whatever the fuck it was. Mm. I had so much to do. I'm like, as soon as I stop... And actually consciously allow my body to catch up with my mm. brain. I'm fucked. Mm. I'm literally fucked. Mm, mm. So, and then, and and it, by the time I slowed down enough, my body was like so on supercharged mode yeah, yeah, that yeah. it kind of just kept going yeah. in the like, you know, when you're running on empty, it was literally running on empty. But it's and also it... like,
1: says a lot of, of, of your mindset and how much it can literally, it's, it goes oh into God, survival yeah. mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will. It's and insane. it'll heal you from the moment. Yeah, it will. I no, don't recommend I w- doing that. though. I though. honestly <laughs> remember having a short film to do when I was, when I was in LA. Back oh yeah, in, back in the days, and <laughs> I could feel in the morning. I was like, oh fuck, I'm getting i f- I'm getting feverish. Yeah. and I had to go for a really early shoot. We were shooting the entire day, and I was like, really feeling it. Like... Yeah, but you know, you you keep going, mm-hmm. and even watching the film, I'm like, I cannot tell. I mean, maybe in my eyes a little bit, they're a little, like a little bit hazy, but not yeah. it's not bad. And the second I sat in the Uber, I literally remember like waving and like really yes. like. And then the second I closed the door to the Uber, I just collapsed completely. Because oh yeah. it's like your body, you know, your mind says you cannot, you cannot mm-hmm. be sick right now. You just cannot be sick. And then the moment you are like, now it's okay. Yeah. You just you just collapse. You just, just collapse. collapse. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. No, and it was it, uh, and it's a. Took- It's a good
1: feeling, that feeling of release, and it feels
0: like there's a level of accomplishment to it as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I get that. Absolutely. Um, I actually have a uh, note here on something that I've been thinking a lot about in terms of sort of my life and other people's lives and stuff, because it, I feel like it's transition season, right? This is also today, so this episode's going to be coming out probably a a few days after we record it. Mm Mm-hmm. But today is the 20th of uh, of March, March. so it's spring equinox tonight, meaning it is a new season. It is finally spring. We love spring. Spring's my favorite season. Oh, 100%. Stunning. It is also now Aries season.
1: (laughs) Which we also love. Which
0: we also love Aries season. Mm -hmm. I'm an Aries rising. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is very 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 much a transitional time i feel Mm -hmm. like i've noticed this in so many people in my life Mm -hmm. that it i mean even my parents like my siblings Mm -hmm. like my friends Mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. it is yeah it's a time it's a new time it's a new yeah we're, we're moving on to the next phase yes and i've been thinking a lot about ways to embrace this new phase and i think there are two things that i have boiled it down to which i think are so important now this might seem a bit more like a like a like a lecture than like bring a conversation in. to begin with because no, it's a in. thought that I haven't really digested with anyone yet mm-hmm. but I'm I, intrigued we're, we're gonna discuss it together as we go yes. on the potty but um I think a lot of it is to do with the fact that obviously COVID isn't gone but there, it's been a long enough time since the lockdowns have sort of kept people tethered together that a lot of people are making huge life changes mm-hmm. and the buffer between lockdowns and it being a global health crisis where everything is closed Mm -hmm. and everyone is sick and whatever, that sort of buffer period is over. So people are now like actively taking charge of their life and making changes, whether it be ending relationships, moving country, like whatever it is, changing jobs. Um, And I think that there are sort of two things that I've thought about in all of this, which is for me personally, I'm in a position and I think, I think this is important for people who are seeing all of the changes come but then they get they start to feel the fear of everything that's coming at them being so good and you always get the fear of like when's it going to end yeah. what's the collapse whatever and I think the two things that I've sort of boiled it down to is like number one being knowing how to knowing how to master the craft of like a, like allowing yourself to receive things and then let things go but if you're recently single or something and start seeing somebody your natural instinct is probably to become a bit of a, a bit attached mm-hmm. you want to attach to this new exciting thing right. And it might not necessarily be a person you're dating, it could be like a potential job interview where you're like, this is the best thing in the entire world, like, I need this job. Or even an, an audition that you think goes so well and you're like, you become, stop mentally preparing for like, mm. okay, well, this is what my life will look like if yeah, so I get the yeah. role or whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: As opposed to just taking things as they come in the moment, appreciating it and then mm. letting it go without mm. like the repercussions of... right being heartbroken or destroyed or you know why is this person ghosting me and then mm. alienating yourself and 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 uh punishing yourself what? or you know or sabotaging potential whatever mm. it, whatever mm. it is and i and th- through that kind of segueing off of that i think it's also a really really important lesson that i'm learning is like everything takes time and Mm -hmm. if you want it to last you need to take your time with it and i don't mean that in terms of relationships necessarily like you know romantically or whatever but anything in life like i this is actually a really good metaphor and this was the moment where i kind of came to the realization that like it it fully sunk into me like a little Mm -hmm. sponge Mm -hmm. was just before i left for la i had found these literally these mysterious bulbs in my plant pot on my terrace so I moved into this Mm -hmm. apartment and there was a massive plant pot on the terrace that had a little tree in it and there was some roots growing and things like that and I was like I don't know what this is
1: Mm. and
0: just before I left there were these really big bulbs in Mm. the plant pot where I was digging around and like replanting things and I was like, I have no idea what these are. Right. And so I put them in a separate planter and I let them grow and I left them. And when I came back six weeks later, mm. I had the most beautiful daffodils. Wow. I have no
1: idea. i I've, I've never
0: bought... It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I also love daffodils. Mm-hmm. They're like my yeah. happy flower. Oh my God, yes. But I have never bought daffodils in my life. I've never, like, n- n- I, there's no reason I would have had them in the garden. Right. N- it wasn't like I bought them last year and planted them and they died and we'll And literally, and they were so vibrant and massive and gorgeous. And I was like, whoa, like where the fuck does this come Mm. from? But it took the time of me having to let them do their own thing. Staying outside, growing in the sunlight, in the rain, whatever it was. They had to be outside and nurtured by nature in Mm. order for me to then come in and be like, oh my god, I've grown these without... Mm. Without pushing it, you know? Or it could have been... Because had I been in London the whole time, I would have been checking on them every day. But, you know, like they say, a watched pot never boils. Like, you need to give things time. So... My advice, and that that's not the second one yet. So the first bit is like allowing yourself to appreciate things as they come and releasing mm. them as they go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Learning that things take time. Good things that you want to last take time and you have to appreciate that. And the the, the steps that they take and the journey that they go through to get to where you want them to last. Yeah. And then the last thing is also like when something amazing happens to you and again I'm seeing it with so many of my friends like my best friend just you know is doing so well at her job and she's just going from strength to strength at work and she like might change teams and she's so excited about it like there's so many amazing things going on in so many people's lives and like um, another friend of mine just got accepted to like this huge film festival and like there's so many amazing things going on and the biggest form of self sabotage is believing that you're not worthy of all of this happening. Oh yeah. So as soon as the this good stuff starts happening, you have to be able to exude that you are so grateful that this is happening. And you're like, yes, of mm. course this is happening to me. Because yeah. I have put in X amount of hours, tears, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. I am so deserving and like worthy of this happening. Mm. And because the second you start thinking, oh no, thank you, I'm good, mm. is the second it's going to start to get it's you'll you'll start as soon as you start repelling and rejecting Mm. the compliments the opportunities whatever the second the universe is going to start being like okay we're going to vibrate it
1: away exactly the way you know fuck away from you well i think it's really i mean there's a lot of good points in in all of that because it's also like there are no shortcuts to anything no and it's so easy to see like something that looks like overnight success and be like Mm. oh that just sort of happened to me or to Mm -hmm. someone else next to me but you forget that every we 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 see the we plant the seed yeah long time ago yeah and it's kind of and I love the metaphor about the daffodils because this transitional season right now which also like we're going into spring yeah is so much like this has been we've been waiting for that all winter it's just been mm-hmm. brewing mm-hmm. and now like you know we're starting to see, like that's how it like when you look at something like such so primal as like the like nature yeah it's right there you can't just plant something and expect it to grow the next day that's not how it and and I love what you said of also like you have to leave it you have to almost like remove your attention from it and be like focusing on something else and then all of a sudden you feel like something you did years ago or someone you talked to years ago or you might have left an impression with someone who now comes to you and they'll be like you know what that thing you said to me like five years ago really changed something yeah. in me. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, we never know. We just I mean, yeah, yeah. And I think it's also that I also it
0: like uh, also through the through the time I was in LA too, I was reconnecting with people who I haven't seen in a very long yeah. time, or like some there are some people who like I saw who <laughs> What are you going to say? La, la, la. <laughs> I'm just going to briefly talk. Oh, but I'm just going to briefly skirt around both Billy and Tim. Yeah. I was about to say Tilly and Bim. Tilly. <laughs> Tilly and Bim. 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 <laughs> <laughs> la, la, la. Um, whilst I was out in LA, I reconnected with some people who like, I hadn't seen in a very long time. and mm. or, and, uh, and some of them I didn't even know that well to begin with. Right. And it was just, it needed, we needed to go through, whether it be like 10 years Mm. or like a year or whatever, Mm. of time apart in order to become the people who were meant to get along. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like there were... Timing is everything. Hey, that's what my dad always says. Yeah, and it's fucking true. Yeah. Um, But I, I think it's not... that. Yeah, that's one thing that I definitely took away from the... From the trip, the solo trip and mm. the, you know, and where we're at now and coming back and, and, oh my God, another conversation which we'll come back to is I'm now roommates with my parents for the first time yeah. in a very long time. Yeah, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Um, But, you know, all of these things that are worthwhile take time. Actually, oh my God, I just had this beautiful, beautiful Good reminder thing. of something. Mm. When I was, it was my second, the end of my the end of my first semester second year so it was the christmas holiday i was in newark airport heading Mm. back to london and i had a sticker on my computer of the university i go to Mm. and this elderly gentleman came up to me i was sat down i had my headphones in and i had my bag on the seat next to me and he came up to me and I, without taking my headphones off, I just, I just moved my bag because I thought he wanted to sit next to me. Right. And then he started talking to me and I had my, and I took them off and I was like, oh, sorry, what were you saying? Mm-hmm. And he pointed to the, the stick on my computer and he said, you're either an actor or you're training to be. <laughs> and I said, oh. yeah, I, 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 both. And he, and he sat down next to me and we talked for the longest time and he actually knew, he grew up with the founder of the department wow. at my school. Wow. And insane. he... Or, like, who the school then... Became, you know, who... Like, the former chairman or, or, or something. And, I mean, this man must have what been, like, mid do? to late 80s. This oh, guy was... I can't Yeah, yeah, retired. For sure. Um, but we just had the most wonderful chat. And he. And so he he mm. sat next to me, and we started talking about art and life and all of this mm. stuff. And he, he said to me... And I love this, and I, I actually wrote it down. Because it's something that you hear a lot, but yeah. I've never really listened to it. Right. And he said... Everything worthwhile is challenging, and nice. I loved that. And I thought because it, I know nice. we're talking more about things taking time and whatnot, but no, I love that. But nothing good should come easily. No, you should have no, 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 to no. feel to, you because it should feel like all of the good things in life as well are a reward to whether it be challenges or pain or whatever. Like that, that that might be a cha- like a bit of a not nihilistic way to look at life, but mm. but even
1: just when you think of like. things were worthwhile to you should be things that matters and everything that matters is challenging because there is such a big risk to it yeah so even just that aspect makes it like if it's not if if you don't care enough then it's not worthwhile anyway because then Mm -hmm. it's and then it's not going to be challenging because then you just like whatever yeah and I mean
0: I had a meeting
1: earlier today where the where the the person on the call
0: was saying he kind of started describing projects and and film filmmaking and stuff like having a baby he says that mm-hmm. it's actually a very like risky act mm-hmm. to like give birth. Oh, yeah. But then you have this unbelievable project that comes out of it. And he said, and mm-hmm. he's like, every project, every film is just like a child. Oh, Everyone has that. their own personality. No, it's so and, true. Yeah, and they are challenges. And you challenges. become so attached to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you really do. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. yeah. <laughs> Um, But yeah, it was, it, I, I, that really stuck with me that he said
1: everything worthwhile, uh, everything in life worthwhile is challenging. It's also sometimes like, you know, easy come, easy go kind of thing. If, yeah. things, are, if things are handed to you too easily. Yeah. It's also, like, it's easier for it to slip away again.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it almost diminishes the, the... You kind of have to go through the, the challenges and the waiting game and the pains and mm. whatever. And just like with the flowers, like, I had mm. to step away from it and let it do its own yeah. thing in yeah. order for it to flourish. Otherwise, yeah. I would have probably... Oh, my God. Another... Well, I don't have a green thumb, famously, but right. I'm really trying to, to, like, get into my gardening because yeah. it's my form of, like, therapy. Yeah. And I remember one of my best friends at uni and I in freshman year, I bought a little bonsai tree Mm -hmm. and I grew the seeds, everything, Mm -hmm. and I over-watered it. Yeah, that's the problem. That is the problem. And Mm. my friend was, oh, he was in season one, it was my friend Kevin. He was so upset with me for overwatering <laughs> it. So we yeah. we named the 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 uh, bonsai tree Obamzai, like, <laughs> and um, yeah, I overwatered it, yeah. and that was the most pain- like that was so tragic. To but see it was it just
1: because you had so much love for it. You had too much love for yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I had too much love yeah. for it, but I didn't know how to. I wasn't patient with it. Right, that's the thing. Yeah, and and again, yeah, patience just, is like ooh. oh, it's hard to have patience. Yeah. especially I feel like I'm very much someone I don't know I feel like you're you're probably better at this than I am but I'm someone who really I will I have a habit too of like I will ruin potential things or whatever for instant gratification right because I'm someone who needs to be like Satisfied. That sounds really sexual. I don't mean it in a sexual way. No, no, no. Per se, we get it. But I need to be satisfied, like in the moment. You right. know, like I don't know how to have patience. I know how to have patience with people, mm. and which is why I like I love working with kids and stuff because I'm mm. I'm very patient with chi- children and with people.
1: Yeah. But with things like plant, like gardening or whatever, mm. I'm not. Um, well, but I think that's very human. I think everybody's yeah. like that, and then I think it's something you have to really practice. Yes. Like agreed. patience is like something you have to practice. Agreed. I agree. Yeah, I, agreed. Yeah, I, I agree. I agreed. Um, but so yeah. question. Um, Tell me. Going back to your word for for this beginning of the year, oh, yeah. attract. Attract. Do you still want? Because now we have like three months in. Mm-hmm. Do you want? And I can't remember if you said attract would be your year. Your no, work for like. Year. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: do you still feel like that
0: attract should be your word? That's a great question. Um, no, I remember. Sorry, that's a great question. Um, I remember when I said it, I said it, it's going to be my first few months, Yeah, I think. I think we actually talked about like during LA and like that whole yeah. chapter would be, that attract. would be the word for that. And I think, do you know what? I think my word now is kind of, I think it makes a lot of sense for it to be, for this to be the next word. And it almost, it's it like almost too close to attract that it might not work, but I'm going to make it work for me is yeah. receive. I think I'm now now in a position where, like, as I was saying a few minutes ago, you know, being, seeing all of these amazing opportunities coming in and meeting new people and all of that stuff, you have to be knowing that you're deserving of it and And to receive
1: it. And that's an even, sometimes that can be more difficult than actually, like, giving, like, putting out. Yeah. Because, like, receiving is something that's, I think, uncomfortable to many people. And, And as you said, also just building up a sense of, like, worth, that you are actually worth of those things yeah. coming your way.
0: Yeah. So I think my... the think the next few months, so from March, I guess, till June, mm. will be receive. Okay. We like and that. Yeah. I think... I, 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 that's just my first instinct. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll come I'll come back to that, but that's yep. what it's going to be for the moment. Okay. What about you? Are you we'll keeping love up with fearless?
1: Yeah, I think fearless... I'm- yes. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I love that. I think for... Yeah, I'm going to keep that for my six-month six months plan mm. kind of thing because I'm still kind of... In the middle of that, trying to, f- and I think for me, it's it's a really important word right now. I just yes. need to fucking, and it's a little bit. I mean, it's connected to also like receiving and putting out and all of that. It's mm-hmm. like all in one in that one word. I yeah. feel it's
0: a good encompassing word for
1: it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll we'll discuss in three months' time. I can't fucking a new word. wait. Um, I need. cannot fucking wait. Uh, can you imagine
0: speaking about in three months' time? Yes. It's not in three months' time, but no. speaking about dates. Yes. Um, we are very excited to announce that this is the well. I guess this is not the exciting part, but this yeah. is, I guess, a really shitty way of me to t- telling you that this is the season <laughs> three
1: finale. <laughs> Trying to make it a celebratory thing. Yeah, woohoo! (laughs) Um,
0: We decided that we are going to take a month's hiatus because Daphne and I are working on a play that we are writing and we are going to put on and we are going to have the best fucking time. Oh, fucking We'll tell everybody to come see it. You guys will have to come. Yeah. You lovely listener well, If you're in London, you're going to have to come see us and then then you'll have a face reveal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come to that and you can see. see. That's the bait. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's the bait. Um. So we are so excited to announce that season four of Talk Dirty to Me, co-hosted by Drumroll, please, Daphne and Olo again. Oh my god! Win, <laughs> will be coming to you from Thursday, April twentieth. Yes. So if Thursday, April twentieth will be the first episode, and then we will be weekly releasing episodes. Yeah. Um, including we are going to do another fabulous Tea Talks, which we are so excited to get back into. We were so excited to do the first one. It was like, uh, it was epic. I think the first one was also so insanely exciting because we did it twice
1: we exactly we, li-
0: we literally did and the first one was great as well no yeah. one just got to, exactly yeah. no the we fucking loved the tea talks yeah, and yeah. again yeah. if you submitted anything thank you so much but yeah. if you didn't and you still want to we will be releasing a new form after season 3 after this episode has aired and season 3 has wrapped mm-hmm. before season 4 begins we will be releasing the new yeah. uh, form to answer tea talks submit your questions whatever yeah. it is and we want we want Tragedy. Yeah. We want drama. Yeah. We want gossip. Yeah. We want sex. Yeah. We want heartbreak. Yeah. We want robbery. We want yeah. crime. <laughs> we want infidelity. <laughs> we want yeah. murder. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Bring it, guys. We Bring want it. the tea. Yeah. So from Daphne and I and everyone else that talked dirty to me, thank you so much for the most incredible season. Season yeah, three has been... been unlike anything else. I think we have finally we have found a new footing for this podcast and to know like how many people religiously listen to this podcast and get involved and send us questions and and want to be on the podcast themselves like and to all of those who i do it
1: it's amazing being on the podcast i just uh, want to put that out there
0: (laughs) thank you (laughs) um it is it's so much fun to just sit down and and just kind of gossip Oh, well, yeah, we talked about that. It's just an mm-hmm. excuse to sit down and gossip. Yeah, we just try and keep it anonymous, but yeah. we're still fucking gossiping. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. we are gossips. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Hence literally. the fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah, Um, But to everyone else who is interested in coming on the podcast who hasn't been on it before, or if you have been on it before, mm-hmm. just send us a DM and we will organise um, you know, a meeting and we will get you on for season four because season four is going to be bigger, better, oh, and dirtier than and ever
1: before. Than ever.
0: We already have a super, super sexy exciting announcement to come but Mm -hmm, you're gonna have to wait a month mm -hmm, so yes so thank you for tuning in (laughs) to talk dirty to me from daphne and i and everyone at talk at the podcast we love you and we will see you in a month see you